Hello everyone, you're watching NDTV and I'm Maria Shakil. The BJP has announced a list of 195 candidates even before the poll dates have been notified. The list includes the party's heaviest hitters, Prime Minister Narendra Modi, who is contesting from Varanasi for the third time, Home Minister Amit Shah, who has been fielded again from Gandhinagar in Gujarat. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh will be contesting from Lucknow and Smriti Rani will be fighting from Amethi, where she had pulled off a shock victory and emerged as the giant slayer, defeating Rahul Gandhi in 2019. As many as 34 ministers, two former chief ministers are on the list, which also includes 28 women, 47 leaders under the age of 50, 57 members from the OBC community. And of the 195, 51 are from the all-important state of Uttar Pradesh, 20 from West Bengal and 5 from Delhi. Let me bring in reporters and I will be also joined by uh, some of the candidates as well. A lot of new faces in that list. Uh, let me bring in uh, Vasuda who is joining us uh, live from the BJP headquarters. Also Ratandeep who will give an overview of uh, the, the entire Northeast and Bengal as well. Vasuda coming to you, your big takeaways. Well, Maria, I think uh, the big takeaways... Uh, uh according to me would be is uh, that we will have to wait for the next list to see the see the kind of bloodbath that many were speculating but uh, something of that sort happened at least with regard to delhi because um, you know of uh, of the five that have been announced till now uh, we could see women power sort of like you know uh, coming through we see bansuri swaraj and of course kamaljeet serawat being uh, fielded and you know someone like ramesh biduri being dropped and remember ramesh biduri during the inauguration of the new parliament used extremely objectionable comments against uh, danish ali and that was not seen seen, uh, uh, you know, in a, in a good light by several BJP leaders, including uh, the Prime Minister. So this is a strong mess. Someone like Pravesh Fadma, who won by a huge majority of votes, comes from a, you know, uh, heavy political legacy. He has been dropped. Uh, Gautam Gambhir, of course, in the morning said that he wouldn't be contesting. No, that seat has been left, um, you know, uh, for the next uh, few days, and that would be announced in the next few days. But also another seat, reserved seat, uh, in which uh, Hans Raj Hans contests from, that has also been left uh, uh, for announce, uh, announcement in the coming days. But I think uh, in the in, in states of West Bengal and UP. UP 51 seats have been announced and we know that India allies have already announced one third of the seats. BJP is cautious and aware that uh, you know those candidates have been making their rounds so it really wants to not take any chances there. West Bengal you could see a combination of both narrative setting and also strong leaders. So Shovendu Adhikari who is you know probably the only member in Shovendu Adhikari's family who is not an MP or MLA he has been fielded. Then um, you also see someone like Anirban Ganguly who was fielded from the very difficult constituency of Bolpur in 2020 when he's been fielding from another very difficult constituency of Jharkhand which is where, uh, of, of Jadapur uh, which is where uh, Mamta Banerjee sort of like, you know, won one of her earliest elections from. Uh, you see someone like Priya Saha who has uh, consistently fought against uh, post-poll violence narrative of uh, the TMC. So, this is also a balancing act between rewarding people uh, who have been loyalists, who have been uh, fighting for the party. You see Saket Mishra, Bansuri Swaraj, Anilan Anthony being fielded from uh, Patanam Thitta, Saket Mishra is the son of Nipin Mishra who has been a very loyal, dedicated, also an ace bureaucrat in the Narendra Modi government, helping the government uh, actually logistically uh, and politically overcome many of its challenges. So he has been given Shravasti, which is seen as, you know, a, a seat where a Brahmin could win very easily. Yes, so I think someone... these are some very important takeaways and also Telangana, if you see many MPs, hmm. yes, many and... MPs have been repeated hmm. in some ways, uh, uh, making it very clear. Yes, that... 
making that, it clear that the party wants to have a combination of both momentum and uh, strong faces to get going in some of the states where it is perceived as weaker for now but actually has been making very steady uh, progress in the last few years okay uh, shifting focus now to the eastern part of india uh, ratnadeep overall two ministers two union ministers actually dropped in that list list that will be the big takeaway from uh, northeast That's right. In fact, if you look at Northeast and Assam, two union ministers, Rameshwar Teli and uh, Pratima Mohamik from Tripura have been dropped. Now, in Tripura, in West Tripura seat, former Chief Minister and Rajya Sabha MP Biplab Dev have been fielded. Uh, union Minister Kiran Rijiju has been retained in his Arunachal uh, East seat. Uh, union Minister Sarvanand Sonwal will now go back to his home constituency, Dibrugar. So, in Assam, uh, BJP is going to contest in 11 of the 14 seats. Three seats, they have left it for allies, uh, AGP and UPPL out of 11 seats there are seven new faces in Assam so BJP really trying new faces uh, some senior leaders have been given tickets though so therefore making a combination of uh, new and old uh, in Bengal remember the BJP again making a combination of looking at winnability of candidates and therefore uh, Union Minister Nishit Pramanek uh, Shantanu Thakur uh, have been fielded again uh, the state BJP president Dr. Shukant Mazundar is uh, has been fielded from his constituency Lockett Chatterjee again retains her constituency uh, and also very interestingly in Bengal's Asan Sol, uh, BJP has given ticket to uh, famous Bhojpuri singer and actor Pawan Singh and uh, in all likelihood he is going to uh, contest against the sitting uh, Trinamool Congress uh, MP from Asan Sol, Bihari Babu, Satung and Sira. So that would, be, that would be an interesting uh, contest to watch out for. And also if you look at uh, Europe, uh, entire Northeast, then uh, uh, if you look at Assam, uh, they have tried to go for experienced candidates. So that, that's, that means that both in Bengal and Assam, Sam, uh, BJP is trying to maximize their number of seats so that okay. they can overall in the overall maximization of seats to uh, you know go uh, towards that's that right. mark of 400 and seats. we have you need more seats from east and that's yes. exactly the and uh, strategy of BJP yes we have dr. Anirban Ganguly BJP candidate from uh, Jadavpur joining us live he is also the chairman and trustee of dr. Shama Prasad Mukherjee research uh, foundation dr. Ganguly <laughs> Appreciate your time here on NDTV. Uh, Thank it's you a, so much. It's a Thank tough so contest. Much. And what is giving BJP hope that uh, after coming up with that surprise number in eight of 18 in 2019, you can have more gains from Bengal this time around? There's a huge and acute disgust against the ruling dispensation the Trinomul Congress in West Bengal. Sandesh Kali is the, is the latest expression of that. And I think this uh, kind of uh, this uh, disgust, this hopelessness hmm. of the ruling TMC runs across the state. And, uh, you know, for us, uh, Maria, no, no contest, we don't take any contest lightly, whether it is Panchayat, whether it is Municipal Corporation, whether it's Assembly or Lok Sabha. Every, in every contest, every fight, we give our 100%. But I would also like to remind you here that Jadavpur has a very, in the last, from 2009 to 2019 and 24, if you see, Trinamool Congress sent three uh, candidates to parliament from Jadavpur. Hmm. And none of them, none of them could fight uh, sec for a second term. In 2009, Kabir Suman, 
had a disastrous record of performance as a member of parliament in 2014 professor sugato bose that's historian right historian from howard hmm. and professor sugato bose after in 2019 decided that howard was a place which was more comfortable for him rather than jaipur and in 2019 mimi chakravarti very unfortunate i don't know what her record in parliament is but a sitting member of parliament decides to give up electoral politics citing mental torture from her own party people so this is a party which doesn't know how to respect women this is a party which only flexes muscles and i think uh, people of west bengal are realizing this jadavpur has been always such a prestigious seat it's such a historic place jadavpur yes and uh, the yes yes anirban continue to be with us we also have anil antony a new face in the bjp someone who comes from uh, congress uh, but uh, now a spokesperson of the bjp and uh, son of uh, veteran congress leader uh, ak antony is uh, the candidate from patnam titta in kerala it's a very very tough battle for you anil antony uh, you understand fully well that bjp has been putting all efforts but not getting numbers in kerala thank you maria yes it is a challenging fight but here this is an election where bjp which has been creating history for a while will be creating new history hmm. the party is very confident that we will under the leadership of our prime minister have a record win across india and kerala also we are very sure that we will have multiple seats which we will win including mine we have 20 seats in history we have never won there but it's a state where we are progressively and exponentially growing in 2009 the vote share of the bjp was 4% last election it was almost 13% we are a political force there in uh, four or five constituencies we have nearly 25 to 30% seat in uh, vote share and three party contest we are not that far behind and this election again with um, how we are performing across india the delivery of our union government across india our prime minister's guarantees that is resonating with everybody including people in kerala the goodwill of our prime minister is very high in kerala also he is the biggest mass leader in he is the most uh, respected leader in kerala also so that itself is a big plus point for every bjp candidate who is standing in kerala and then the constituency that i have been given also has its own characteristic it's uh, it's the constituency patanamthitta where Mm, there is a huge agrarian population the farmers in kerala are in a huge crisis uh, then it is the constituency where the shabrimala temple is there and again then there are multiple reasons which makes us believe that in the last election itself from around 1.2 lakh votes we increased it to around 2.8 we were less than 80000 behind from the udf and ldf and we are very sure that with the track record of our union government the leadership and the charisma and the popularity of our prime minister hmm. the strong um, we have a fairly uh, robust organization in kerala and then i am very sure that with all that and people support i am very do, sure do you do you feel that perhaps there can be a bengal in kerala some surprise numbers which came in uh, 2019 uh, where anirban ganguly is uh, contesting from uh, there could be a surprise also in kerala but it's a different yes. terrain altogether 
So you rightly said each state is very different. India is a very diverse country. Each state is different. Bengal, it was a fabulous story where, let's say, uh, from around two or three MLAs, we went to 19 MLAs, la MPs last time, which is one of the which was one of the stories of the last election. And I'm very sure that Bengal, the trajectory is going to continue. But in Kerala, it's a different. Like for example, in the northeast, in five six years back, five six years back, we didn't have a single state. But now, four of eight states, the BJP is having full majority. There are the other three states we are ruling with our allies. Similarly, Kerala is a different state, different story. But finally, the one thing which you will see common between Kerala and all these other states is everywhere BJP is growing. Everywhere Prime Minister Modi's popularity is increasing. And Kerala also, you will definitely see multiple seats where I'm very sure that nationally we will get more than 370 seats as a party, more than 400 as an alliance. And in Kerala also, you will see multiple seats which will be contributing to that number. Okay. Uh, you know, there has been a lot of emphasis here in this uh, list, Anirban, of uh, demographic representation, you know, be it women or youth such as Anil Anthony and you who are under the age of 50. So there is that emphasis also. Do you think BJP understands that in the 18th Lok Sabha, uh, the youth are an important factor, 18 plus, that age group, uh, have to be wooed in and that can be done if you have younger candidates? Maria, if you remember in, the, in his address uh, to the BJP National Convention, Prime Minister Narendra Modi began with mentioning the 18th Lok Sabha and those who are 18 will be voting for the 18th Lok Sabha for the first time. I think he, he uh, being the uh, leader, being the general of this fight, has a massive connect with youth. Hmm. He has been able to establish that connect. And that has been proved continuously uh, over the last decade. And that connect only increases with uh, each election and with each year. It doesn't diminish. There's no, there's no absolutely no uh, chance of it diminishing. I think that is the message that we need to uh, take to the youth. The youth is aware. We just need to again take that message to them. And uh, certainly, uh, the BJP has always, uh, in its, uh, in its, uh, uh, it continuously in its discourse, in its narrative, it has spoken about focusing on these various dimensions and stratas of society, appealing and reaching out genuinely uh, to various cross-sections of society, empowering them. I think through this list, that is exactly what they have done. All right, Anirban Ganguly, BJP candidate from Jadavpur, all the best for your fight. Thank you so much for speaking to NDTV. Let me go back to our reporters who are analyzing this list uh, Harsha Kumari Singh, starting with you in this part and uh, big takeaways of the list from Rajasthan. I think, Maria, the big takeaway here really is that the BJP has worked in a very um, sort of uh, refined and may I say in, in a way that looks at how the kind of micromanagement that they are best known for, that they focused on, uh, you know, certain specific caste arithmetic where they could be on a sticky wicket. So if you look at Baswara, Dugarpur, that's South Rajasthan, south of Udaipur. I think everyone's gone to Udaipur, but no one's gone as far as Baswara. It's absolutely beautiful, and I recommend you definitely travel there. But that's an area where there is a huge tribal population, and that tribal population has been tilting very heavily in favor of a party called the Bharatiya Adivasi Tribal Party that's actually grown there in leaps and bounds. In fact, their vote share has gone from 2 lakhs to 4 lakhs in the last assembly elections. 
The BJP planned ahead. They knew that this is a sticky wicket. This caste arithmetic needs to be consolidated. So what did they do? They got Mahendrajit Singh Malviya from the Congress to cross over. They've laid out a red carpet for him, and there you have him in the first list. He's the BJP's candidate from Baswara, Dungarpur. Interestingly, he's one of the few people who actually won on a Congress ticket with more than one lakh votes. So just look at how the BJP works. You know, look at how they get down to nitty gritty, to brass tracks. Then the other thing, I mean, you're betting again on Jyoti. Mirda I think that's also pretty uh, you know politically uh, clever of the BJP they realize that the jart vote could be a little affected because of the farmers agitation remember Rajasthan borders Punjab there's been a little bit of the uh, domino effect there but you go with Jyoti Mirda again despite the fact that she lost the MLA election because somewhere the Mirda name still counts so I think what I do see um, in Rajasthan is the fact that they've gone and focused, uh, you know, absolutely like with a microscope on the caste arithmetics, because like we say in Rajasthan, caste is really key. Caste is key and uh, the woman voter is becoming a key and uh, in, that's the reason why we have a list in which Hema Malni, uh, Ranveer, uh, many were not giving her a chance that she would be returning as a, a potential candidate of the BJP and she has made an entry again from Mathura. Uh, Maria, BJP is known for giving surprises, but in the first list of uh, 51 candidates, uh, I don't think any surprising element. As far as UP is concerned, uh, some names are very uh, expected names, like Prime Minister Narendra Modi from Varanasi, Rajnath Singh from Lucknow, Smithy Rani from Amethi. But the actual interest lies in those 29 seats which are yet to be decided. And if you see uh, uh, Bridge Bhushan Saran Singh, he, he is on hold uh, from Castlegan's seat. Also, Rita Bahuguna Joshi from Prayagraj, she was also expecting that this may be uh, her last election. But her, norm, uh, her name is yet to be announced, so Prayagraj. Also, uh, you see Kanpur. Kanpur uh, seat yet to be decided. And Gandhi's, uh, Menka Gandhi and Varun Gandhi. Both are awaiting ticket from BJP, but the names are yet to be announced from uh, Pilibhit and Sultanpur. So, uh, also uh, Ghaziabad, General V.K. Singh, he is presently MP, a union minister, but uh, sources claim that he may be denied ticket from Ghaziabad, but decision is yet to be made and uh, uh, General V.K. Singh has to wait whether he will get ticket from Ghaziabad or not. Badayu, uh, daughter of Swami Prashad Maurya, Sangmitra uh, Maurya. She is presently MP from Badayu seat and uh, BJP has uh, decided not to uh, dis uh, uh, announce her name. So the decision is yet to be taken that whether uh, Sangmitra More will give, get ticket from Badayu or not. So the basic surprising element is lies on those uh, 29 seats which are yet to be decided and also out of these 29, 6 or 7 may be given to the, uh, the allies of the Bhatijanta party which are Apnadal, uh, uh, Subhaspa, Nishad party and uh, uh, RLD. So still BJP has to, I have to decide uh, more than 20 names uh, but the actual interest BJP leaders are saying that uh, lies on those seats which are yet to be decided. So Prime Minister Narendra Modi will again fight from Varanasi, Rajnath Singh will from Lucknow, uh, Smriti Rani will contest from Amethi and, even, and uh, even Smriti Rani, not much of a surprise. So, Ratandeep, a quick uh, 30 seconds to you and then I'll ask Akhilesh to sum it up for us.
That's right. In fact, uh, even in Assam, if you look at it, uh, although the BJP has changed uh, the candidates in seven seats, but then they have made a mix of uh, experienced candidates, particularly old BJP leaders. Remember, there have been an inflow of uh, uh, leaders from the Congress to the BJP in Assam, and therefore the BJP has been very particular to give uh, space to old leaders like Assam Transport Minister Parimal Shukla, where they are now going to contest the prestigious Silchar uh, constituency, uh, the former uh, state BJP President Ranjit Datta uh, now uh, is uh, being fielded in Tejpur. So therefore this mix has been kept also in Arunachal Pradesh if you look at it the state elections are going to take place along with Lok Sabha elections and uh, two seasoned leaders, two sitting MPs, uh, Kiran Rijiju who is a union minister and Tapir Gao, again an old leader of the party, both retained so that you know uh, the, there is no problem within the state leadership. Pema Khandu would be the chief ministerial candidate and the top leaders are going to the uh, uh, Parliament. And again, if you look at Bengal, even in Bengal, BJP has looked at the winnability of candidate, and therefore, you know, uh, if uh, Shomendu Adhikari has been given a ticket in Kathi, he's the brother of Shomendu Adhikari, and uh, state BJP uh, President Shukanta Majundar, Lockett Chatterjee, the two, uh, you know, uh, Union Minister Nishit Pramanik, who is a, uh, one of uh, the firebrand leaders from North Bengal region. So, therefore, uh, there is a mix of, you know, uh, winnability and also giving scope to experienced leaders so that BJP can maximize their number of seats from Eastern India. And perhaps this formula will also uh, being will be replicated in states like Odisha or uh, uh, in, in, even in Jharkhand. So we'll have to wait and watch for those states. But Assam and Bengal, uh, clearly the BJP is trying to give uh, space to uh, uh, winnable, leaders with more winnability factor. So winnability is a question. Um, Akhilesh, if we were to sum it up, how many surprises for you? Uh, and and uh, what is the big takeaway? Let's not forget that, you know, Prime Minister said that it's about his guarantee, Modi ki guarantee, with which the BJP is entering this election. Uh, and, and then they also come up with a lot of surprises in terms of new faces. What is really the need for newer faces? In Malaya, for me, I think the biggest story is the Uttar Pradesh because BJP has so far has announced 52 names, including Prime Minister Narendra Modi. And surprisingly, none of the sitting MPs have been talked so far. So this is the biggest story as far as the BJP's uh, today's list is concerned because 45, 45 sitting MPs have been given tickets. And this is a big message. And this also shows that how BJP is being very cautious and very careful. As far as the biggest state in the country, Uttar Pradesh, is concerned, it, it has 80 Lok Sabha seats and BJP is hoping to win all of them. And BJP is not taking any chances because they know it very well that if you disturb one or two MPs even today, you know, they, it may face uh, revolt. And BJP is not taking that chance. So 45 MPs getting repeated once again in Uttar Pradesh. It's a very big story. And it also shows that BJP is very calculative as far as UP is concerned. And another bigger story is, I think, is Delhi, where four sitting MPs, including Union MOS uh, Minakshi Lekhi, she has been dropped. Parthuri Swaraj, who presents uh, uh, Sushma Swaraj's legacy, she has been given the New Delhi state, which is very prestigious seat as far as the parliamentary Lok Sabha election is concerned. And she is uh, uh, replacing Minakshi Lekhi there. And Manoj Tiwari, so far, is the only uh, Delhi BJP MP uh, who is repeated. And Bhupendra Yadav's entry in Rajasthan is contesting from Alwar. That seat was vacant due to Baba Balaknath's uh, uh, contest in the uh, assembly. And Alwar is now going to be Bhupendra's constituency, and that is also a big story. 
एंड इफ यू लुकेट गुजरात मध्य प्रदेश राजस्थान असम वेस्ट बंगाल बीजेपी देर है If you look at the larger picture, uh, so far 34 MPs have been denied tickets, and if you compare it with the current strength of the BJP, which is 290, around 12 to 15 percent sitting MPs have denied tickets so far. 110 current MPs have been repeated, so this is another big, big story. And UP, as I mentioned, not even a single MP uh, sitting MP has uh, been denied ticket. All of them have been repeated. And OBC factor, which we have been talking about for the past two, three days. 57 OBC MPs are there, uh, candidates are there. Okay. So this is a big message as far as OBC community is concerned. And lastly, uh, 28 women candidates are there. So that is also uh, a message by the BJP to the uh, half population. All right, uh, Akhilesh, continue to be with us, and Ranveer and Ratnadeep, appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. We are slipping into a short break. This remains our top focus here on NDTV. 195 candidates of the BJP have been announced. The list is out of 195 candidates of the BJP who will be fielded and contest will be contesting uh, in the upcoming Lok Sabha elections. Of course, the big names are also the most predictable ones, with the Prime Minister himself on the ticket and contesting from Varanasi for the third time. Uh, then, Home Minister Amit Shah contesting from Gandhi Nagar. You have uh, Smriti Rani who defeated Rahul Gandhi in 2019. contesting from Amethi there are several new fresh faces the BJP has fielded a significant number of women candidates as well there has been caste balancing which has been done with OBC candidates there are fresh faces coming from Manoj Tiwari uh, Manoj Tiwari who is the only BJP MP in this list of 5 which has been released uh, he is being actually repeated in fact Manoj Tiwari is joining us live uh, मनोज जी बधाई सबसे पहले और पांच एमपी का जिनका टिकट अनाउंस हुआ है कैंडिडेट उसमें बस आप ही हैं जो पुराने हैं बाकी सब नए चेहरे देखिए ये बहुत इंपॉर्टेंट नहीं है कि हमें टिकट मिले या न मिले मिल गया तो बहुत अच्छी बात नहीं मिला तो भी पार्टी हमसे जो काम लेगी वो करने के लिए हम सब तैयार है तो इसलिए मेरा मानना है के पार्टी अगर हमें काम देती है ये तो भी हमें स्वीकार है कोई और काम देती है तो भी स्वीकार है हाँ अगर उसने फिर से हमें दिया तो पार्टी का धन्यवाद है नरेंद्र मोदी जी का धन्यवाद है जो नरेंद्र मोदी जी देशी नहीं पूरी दुनिया के आशा के केंद्र बने हुए हैं तो हम इस पे काम करते हुए आगे बढ़ रहे हैं और हमें पूरा विश्वास है कि हम दो में दिल्ली में लगभग छप्पन परसेंट वोट शेयर लिए थे इस बार हमें वोट शेयर साठ परसेंट तक ले जाना है और दिल्ली की परिस्थितियों में यह संभव है नरेंद्र मोदी जी ने 370 सीट मांगे हैं बीजेपी के लिए मुझे पूरा विश्वास है कि हम इसको 375 तक देश के लोग करके देंगे इस तरह से हम लोगों को प्रार्थना करने वाले उनके दिलों को हम इस तरह से जीत रहे हैं मनोज जी बांसुरी स्वराज चुनाव लड़ रही हैं सुषमा स्वराज की बेटी उन्होंने पार्टी सुषमा जी ने पार्टी को बनाने में बहुत काम किया है तो आप उनके कैंडिडेचर को कैसे देखते हैं क्योंकि दिल्ली जो कहा जाता है जो सात सीट है दिल्ली की वो बहुत ही प्रेस्टिजियस चुनाव रहा है हमेशा देखिए बांसुरी 
अपने आप में बहुत ही आ, हर प्रकार से बहुत बहुत बैलेंस्ड कार्यकर्ता हैं और जिस प्रकार से उन्होंने पार्टी में अभी प्रदेश मंत्री के रूप में काम करना शुरू किया जिस प्रकार से वो कार्यकर्ताओं से मिल रही हैं जिस प्रकार से वो नरेंद्र मोदी जी की योजनाओं को जन जन तक ले जाती हैं उनकी बात करने की शैली लोगों से मिलने की शैली ये सब कुछ मुझे तो पता ही नहीं था आज दिन में हमारे घर पे ही एक कार्यक्रम था और बांसुरी जी कार्यक्रम में आई हुई थी विश्व मांगल्य सभा जिसमें हमारी पत्नी है तो मुझे तो मालूम नहीं था कि वो उनको भी टिकट होने वाला है लेकिन बीजेपी के अंदर यही है किसी भी कार्यकर्ता को मौका मिल सकता है तो वो भी उसको वैसे ही लेगा और अगर किसी को और काम मिल गया तो भी उसको वैसे ही लेना है बांसुरी को मैं बहुत आशीर्वाद देता हूं हमारी छोटी बहन है और हम तो उनकी माताजी के साथ भी काम किए हैं और अब बांसुरी को एक बड़े अंतर से दिल्ली नई दिल्ली की जनता जिताएगी ऐसा मेरा पूरा विश्वास एक सवाल आपसे कांग्रेस आम आदमी पार्टी का अलायंस हो चुका है सीट का शेयरिंग भी हो चुका है दिल्ली के लिए कितना बड़ा चैलेंज रहेगा ये चैलेंज उनके लिए हो गया है अब आम आदमी पार्टी और कांग्रेस के लिए गठबंधन चैलेंज हो गया है मैं आपको बताऊं कि दिल्ली के आम आदमी पार्टी के कार्यकर्ता और कांग्रेस के कार्यकर्ता निराशा की घोर उनकी सीमा नहीं है जिस निराशा में चले गए क्योंकि वो सोच ही नहीं सकते थे कि आम आदमी पार्टी जो कांग्रेस को गाली दे दे के शिला दीक्षित जी को गाली दे दे के मर्यादा सारी तोड़ दी वो वो आम आदमी पार्टी कांग्रेस से गठबंधन हो जाएगा उन कार्यकर्ताओं की निराशा इतनी है कि वो नरेंद्र मोदी जी के लिए वोट देंगे और इसलिए मैं छप्पन परसेंट वोट शेयर को साठ परसेंट देख रहा हूं ऐसा मेरा विश्वास है आप देखिएगा यही होगा मैं आपके एनडीटीवी के कार्यक्रम में जो बोल रहा हूं एक दिन आपको याद आएगा कि दिल्ली के आम आदमी पार्टी और कांग्रेस के कार्यकर्ता दोनों जिस निराशा में है वो भारतीय जनता पार्टी के लिए इस बार वोट देंगे और अरविंद केजरीवाल जी और राहुल गांधी जी दोनों के इस बेमेल गठबंधन को सबक सिखाएंगे All right, Manoj Tiwari, all the best to you and congratulations on being the only BJP MP out of the five uh, tickets that have been announced to actually win that candidature of, of the party. So certainly it is about your performance. Thank you so much for joining us. We are slipping into a short break. Lots more news and updates on the other side.